Hi, welcome to the Nonprofit Mastermind Podcast, where every week I do a deep dive into the strategies and mindset behind launching, scaling, and leading a high-impact nonprofit. I'm your host, Rick Ritchie Babbage. Working to make the world a more just and beautiful place is messy, complex, heart-wrenching, and ultimately deeply joyful and fulfilling work. And none of us can do it alone. That's why I started this podcast, this mastermind community, to hold space for and share the learnings and the questions and the grapplings and the actual concrete strategies that allow us to move our social impact work forward together. So welcome to the mastermind. I'm so glad you're here. Hello. Welcome to the second episode of my New Year's series, Intentions You Should Set to Guide You Through 2023. I want to kick off by sharing another review with you or just feedback um, and to say thank you, thank you, thank you. I received an email from a woman who is an executive director in Oklahoma. She's the founder and she's building her organization and she's in an early stage and her email just mentioned that although she's not in one of my paid programs that the podcast episodes and my leadership board 321 newsletters and my monday strategy emails the content and the support they provide are really helpful to her as particularly a new leader and that meant so so much to me to hear so i just wanted to say if you're listening thank you so much for taking the time to send me that email and um you know those matter they they are received i read every single one i read the questions i share resources when i can i really do want to be supportive to the people in my community. So I just wanted to take a moment to shout out that wonderful email and to say thank you personally so you could actually hear my voice saying it. So I would also like to put in another request for those of you who hear something on this podcast that you like. I would love if you would take 15, 20 seconds on whatever device you're listening to to rate the podcast. And if you have a few extra seconds to leave a review, it actually does help get the podcast in front of more people and it grows our community, which I'm really excited to do in 2023. Finally, I wanna say thank you to those of you who have been submitting your questions to be answered on my new mini series, The Hot Seat. So I'm starting that next month. And basically it's simple, you send in your questions that you would ask a coach and I will answer them like a real mastermind. Part of a mastermind is this uh, thing called a hot seat where everyone gets to say, this is the thing I need help with. So send in the thing you need help with. You can do that at speakpipe, S-P-E-A-K-P-I-P-E, speakpipe.com backslash nonprofit mastermind. Keep them coming and I will collect them and answer them starting next month. So this is the second episode in my New Year's series on setting intentions. As I talked about in the first episode, setting intentions or committing to a set of processes throughout the year 
how you want to move through your year, how you want to make decisions, how you want to operationalize your strategic plan and achieve your goals is really, really important to your stability and growth, right? Your intentions are, are like the oars that guide your work. I realize that a lot of my metaphors are water-based, which is odd because I live nowhere near water. I'm fine with the water, but I'm not particularly drawn to it. It just seems to be <laughs> apt. <laughs> I talk about lighthouses as North Stars and, you know, navigating the choppy waters of nonprofit leadership. In any case, if you are navigating the choppy waters of nonprofit leadership in 2023, your intentions are the oars that will stabilize and guide you. They are not goals. They are how you will achieve your goals, right? Your goals are the outcomes you want to achieve. Intentions are the process that you will use. So today I'm going to talk about the second or a second intention that I recommend. And like I talked about in the first episode, these intentions last week's, this week's, and the two that I'll share next week are really drawn from the conversations that I have in my coaching program with all of the people in my program community and coaching community. I also do a lot of research sort of behind the scenes that lead to my podcast topic conversations um, or topics and Leadership Forward 321 topics. I do a lot of research conversations with surveys mini projects and partnerships and collaborations with organizations all around the country. And that's sort of always running in the background because I really am interested in the best ways to build your capacity. And so these intentions are really drawn from those, the the through lines that have come to the surface through those conversations. So they are sort of a compilation of what I've learned that I am now curating and sharing with you guys. So the second one that I recommend is leverage your time. Leverage, leverage, leverage. If intentions are about how to move through the year, then this one is really key. I'm gonna say it again, leverage. So what do I mean by this? How is this an intention? Not having enough time, feeling overwhelmed, feeling distracted and bogged down by what I have called on this podcast many times, the tyranny of the urgent. These are perennial challenges facing nonprofit leaders. And I'm sure if you're listening, this feels familiar to you. The best thing that you can do to overcome the overwhelm is to find ways to leverage your time. You want to spend your time on what I call high leverage activities that give you the most bang for your buck, right? The highest return on the investment of every hour you spend. The higher leverage your activities, the less overwhelmed you will feel, right? You spend one hour on an activity and you get five hours of value from that it means you have you don't actually have to spend those five hours, right? You get your time back. High leverage activities for nonprofit leaders and people who are doing social impact work are those activities that most directly drive your revenue and your impact. And you want more of your ca- of your calendar to include these types of activities. These are things like relationship building, 
actually meeting with people, getting to know them, building relationships. It can feel like it's not rubber on the road, right? You're not hitting send on a grant proposal, but you are building the blocks, the building blocks, the foundation of a strong and sustainable organization, right? There is direct impact on revenue and impact relationship building. Network expansion and the development of strategic partnerships. Those are really high leverage because your network and your partnerships are directly tied to your capacity. The bigger, more expansive and deeper your network is, the more capacity you have under the tent. That isn't just about who you can hire and who's on your board, right? So network expansion and really strategic partnership development are high leverage activities. Strategic visioning and thinking and planning. So taking time to revisit the goals that you've set, the strategies that you have committed to for the year, taking time to let your brain go fuzzy. And I I love those pictures from the 80s, those of you who are old enough to remember them as I am, that if you looked right at them, you didn't, it just sort of looked like a messy collage of like colors and scraps of paper. But if you let your eyes go fuzzy, then this picture sort of emerged. I think they were called like magic pictures or something. I was really bad at them and they were very frustrating for me. I'm a total type A, like the way through a problem is just to charge ahead. And so I would just stare and I would try to like see behind the messiness and it never worked until I actually let myself just relax, let my eyes go fuzzy. It was a key life lesson for me because when it comes to high leverage activities, we can sometimes feel like what we need to be spending time on every day and every week are rubber on the road tasks, right? Things you can cross off a list and be done with. And that is important, right? Those, you have to cross things off your list to keep moving forward. But things like visioning and thinking and planning, taking time for deep thought work, building that into your calendar, you're not necessarily going to cross anything off your list at the end of a two-hour deep work session. But you're letting your brain go fuzzy so that strategies, solutions to problems, new ways of thinking, new insights emerge, right? You're not charging straight ahead. So strategic visioning, thinking, and planning time is a high leverage activity. And finally, thought leadership. As your organization grows, really thinking intentionally about how to make your unique point of view, the problems that your organization is solving, the unique perspective that you have by virtue of your theory of change by virtue of the programs that you run you and the people under the tent with you have something to say you have insights you have expertise that comes from doing your work really well right that comes from having the impact that you're having and translating that expertise and that impact into content that gets in front of new people is a way to continue to grow not just your network of supporters and advisors but of donors and volunteers and partners so thought leadership is another high leverage activity that i want to emphasize as really important to be on your calendar so 
when you're thinking about your intentions for 2023, thinking about centering, making time for these types of activities is really important. I want to lift up two strategies that I've actually talked about in past podcasts for creating time for high leverage activities. So the first is the organizational playbook. I want to make the case that having an organizational playbook or a set of standard operating procedures is how you free up your time to focus on high leverage activities like partnerships, like thought leadership, like visioning and relationship building and network expansion. It's how to take a systematic approach to creating organizational outcomes and leaning into organizational outcomes that are actually working. It is also how you can keep your team aligned as the team grows, right? Maintaining alignment as you grow is a really common challenge for the the folks that I work with because I work with organizations sort of in a growth stage. And so this question of, wait, I'm bringing more people on the team, we're doing more, we're doing it much more quickly. How do I not have all my hands in sort of all of the work to make sure that it's happening the right way, to make sure that's happening in alignment with our values and in alignment with our strategic plan? The answer is the organizational playbook. This is like sharpening your ax. An organizational playbook means that you're not depending on people's idiosyncrasies about how their roles should be carried out as you bring in new people and flesh out your team. It means that you can cut down on the amount of time you spend putting out fires in your organization and making sure that everything is aligned with your definition of excellence, your definition of the right outcome everybody stays on the same page and is bought into the definition of excellence and the definition of the outcome, right? Organizational playbooks mean that there is more clarity between the people on your team. There's more accountability. And so fewer balls are dropping, right? Which means fewer fires. And finally, organizational playbooks are really powerful in helping you trust that you can delegate to your leadership team and that you'll still get the level of consistency and excellence that you care about, right? Because it's it's been defined, it's been written down. So when I say sharpening your ax, I mean, if you do this work up front, it actually allows you to fly and move much more quickly later, right? So I talk all about how to actually create an organizational playbook in my uh, in episode from last august and i will include the link to that episode in the show notes so that you actually have sort of a step-by-step guide for how to do that i also have model organizational playbooks and um, a sort of a process guide, a template for a process guide inside my resource hub, the Nonprofit Leadership Resource Hub, which you can get to by going to richiebabbage.com backslash nonprofit resource hub. So a second strategy for increasing leverage and finding more time in your calendar for high leverage activities that I wanna lift up is automation. Now, automation can sound scary to people, particularly if you do not consider yourself to be a high-tech person, as I do not. I I do not consider myself to be a high-tech person. I love what technology can do for us, 
And I have become quite adept at finding people in my network who actually can then help me <laughs> set up the technology. And I will actually include some resources in the show notes for how to find those people, because I do not want you to be turned off of the idea of automation because you have a voice in your head that's like, but I don't really even know how to set up the technology we would need. Do not let that get in the way. Now, when I say automation, what I mean is looking for ways to use systems and technology to replace manual processes so that tasks are completed by you and your team with far less human oversight, right? You get hours of your day back because you are not the ones sending out newsletters, doing social media posts, segmenting your donor list, reminding people about meetings, all of the things. Automation is like a superpower. When you have fewer steps needed to transfer information between systems, when things like actions and reminders are just automatically triggered without a person having to remember to do them, you spend less time on repetitive tasks and you have more time to focus on your mission and your operations. And so does everyone else on your team. So I talk about automations, what they are, how to set them up, and which specific ones I recommend in an episode of this podcast from last July called Creating Systems That Can Help You Create Time to Think. And I will also include the link to that episode in the show notes. So I definitely recommend checking out those episodes. I will reiterate leverage as the intention. So what that means is when you sit down with your work plan for your quarter or for each month with just yourself or your team or even your board, ask yourself, what is a way that I can achieve the goals that we've identified here in a higher leveraged way? How can I think about getting the most leverage out of each hour of my day or each day of my week as I work towards achieving those goals? What might it look like to automate some of the workflows in this work plan? What might it look like to take two hours to set up standard operating procedures, SOPs, or playbooks for my team so that I can delegate and get some more of my time back? Right? Asking these questions are how you integrate intentions into your work plan. So that's my recommendation for this week. Leverage, leverage, leverage. It's huge for the year. And I hope to see you back here next week for the third and fourth intentions that I will talk about for your year. Have a great week. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the Nonprofit Mastermind Podcast. If you liked this podcast, I would also love for you to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you think that what we talk about here could benefit another leader in your life, please share with your friends. Finally, if you'd like more leadership in your life, you can sign up for my weekly five-minute read Leadership Forward 321 newsletter. I send articles, resources, and inspiration every week curated around a leadership theme to help you lead your nonprofit better. You can sign up at richiebabbage.com backslash Leadership Forward 321. That's it for this week. Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you back here next week for more Mastermind.